What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast, your weekly bullshit, crazy, insane movie podcast. The podcast that we talk about things that are all film-related. You get your news, you get your information, one way or the other. It might take three hours to hear some interesting things, but we get there. We fucking get there, and that's what we do. And hello, how are you, gentlemen? Hello, Mr. CBS. Hello, Mr. T-Huff. How has been the week? Been a... Busy fucking week for me, I'll tell you that. I'm ready for a few days off, especially July the 4th. No fireworks, though. Right. Sorry. That's what happens. No more. Yeah. I mean, I, I have some fireworks. I'm going to throw them with some people, but... You know, I, I thought, why didn't somebody take and do, like, a broadcast of fireworks, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be the same thing. I would just be like watching New Year's Eve on your computer. Yeah, I mean, I, I really hate fireworks because like the dogs and the cats oh, yeah, like hate it. So like every year, like and like since, I mean, pretty much since forever, I've been like since I've had animals, I've kind of just like hang out in the house with the animals and just like right put a movie on. Like I'm not, I'm not a big fan of fireworks. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of like black cats and like things like that, like throwing them at people and like having <laughs> bottle rockets, like ones I do myself. But watching the big ones, I'm like, hey, what fucking ever. What are the ones called that you just, the little, little okay. paper balls you throw at Poppers, people's feet? Snappers? Yeah, those are good. No, those things are stupid. You can, like, pop them in your hand in someone's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a bad idea, but okay. Nah, they don't explode. Sounds rude. I don't think that fits. Can you actually do that? Yeah. I'll be damned, huh? They don't, yeah. They won't hurt you at all. It's it sting- just like, it stings a little bit. If you get- yeah. <laughs> if you burned yourself enough times, you're like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah, but like, I don't really have a feeling in my fingertips anymore anyway, so it's just like, whatever. I did see a post. Like, someone... It was like a an actual drawing someone made of a bunch of dogs, like, in party hats. like, And it was like, did you hear fireworks got canceled this year? Like, some of them were drinking, like, martinis and shit. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Who's the Giants player that blew his fingers off? Jason, Jason Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't he can't snap anymore. Well, one of his hand I think he I think he only fucked up one hand. But he's got the other one. Oh, that's true, that's true, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a rough as <laughs> a thing. Not my problem. I mean that, that was a giant so... streak for a minute because Plaxico as a giant shot himself in the leg, right? He did at a nightclub. <laughs> That's right. Shot himself in the leg with his own gun. Uh, which Giants have some bad luck with that. You're just like, you just haven't been taught properly how to handle situations. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I got my gun. I'm gonna put my hand on it. Shit, safety wasn't on. Whoops, bad idea. So, <laughs> so, so I built a bar today. Like you guys know that, and I've been talking about it ever since. And I, I'm very proud of it. It looks really cool. But like, as I was cutting, um, cutting the boards for it, and the saw, like, I was just like flicking shit away with another piece of wood. I'm like, this is the situation. I'm like, I cut my own finger off. Yeah. And like, I mean, I was ne- nowhere near the blade, but it was just like one of the situations which was like, oh, this is how people, because they just like get fucking comfortable. Yeah. And that's well, it how it takes fu- a tenth of a second, right? Right. And it's like, next thing you know, like, and you don't have a fucking finger anymore. Right. Yeah, that's true. Throw that bad boy on ice. You'll be good. Probably, I'd probably just fucking sear it and just like yeah. call it a day. I wouldn't even get so it fixed. Black out in the sun in your pool and just be a mess. I wasn't in the pool. I was building a bar. I, I know, next to the pool. I wouldn't have blacked out. I'd have been fine. Okay. Come on, man. I'm okay. Come on, man. I don't know. Really? 
<laughs> you think if I cut my <laughs> own worst finger worst off, scenario. that I would just black out? I don't know. Maybe. Nah. Of all the people mm. you know, you think I want to be the one that just blacks out and just fucking just like bleeds out? <laughs> it was the worst case scenario, man. I know it's worst case scenario, but like of all the people you know, I feel like that I'm I can fucking handle my shit. I'm not Take right. my headphones, wrap them around my wrist, tie it off her clock so I fucking <laughs> they hold it above my head so it's not squirt blood all over. Pick that fucking finger up, throw it in my cup that had ice and white on it, and get to the fucking hospital. I'd be fine. Yeah. I would have mm. driven myself there. All right. I'd be like, call me, hey, come to the house and make sure the dog is in the cat's room side. <laughs> uh, but I didn't because I'm not that stupid. I'm, come on, all right. man. Uh, I'm disappointed that you think that I would do that. I'm just saying, worst case scenario, I, the chance of you cutting your finger off are very unlikely, but at the same time... Worst case scenario is the blade, fuck, the bolt breaks, the blade shoots out, stabs me and just fucking sticks in my fucking forehead and I fucking die. I mean, that's, that's worst yeah, case that's scenario. That's like Final Destination right. shit, though. Yeah. Like. So don't tell him... Don't, don't, don't tell I don't know. Final Destination would be more like sneaky about it like you cut his finger a little bit and be like whoa that was close step backwards step on the cable to the plugs in the damn saw he would fall into the pool then he'd fall into the pool and electrocute him that's like a volunteer nation no, i think one. it's like pull the saw down lift it up it fucking flings out hits me in the forehead i fall back and yeah, like, that's not final destination final destination's all like fucking eight steps not all of them not all of them yeah, most of them yeah we should do a whole episode about those movies one time mm. after we watch them all oh god how many are there like 13. There's five. There's five. Hmm. Do you count the There's a six. Things? I think there's a six. One of them's got multiple. There's endings. a reboot. I think we talked about that. Like, it was happening. Hmm. One of them's got pick a path ending. Anyway. I think number, thing number five does. I think it has five endings. So we had to, we had to, we had to hurry up and, uh, not hurry up. I mean, it's not his fault. Like, Skip, Skip was going to be here tonight, but hmm. a buddy of ours that we grew up with named Matt. It's his 40th birthday party, so Skip went to Cheyenne to celebrate Matt, like Matt's wife having had a surprise birthday party thing for him. For and Skip's like, I'm gonna go to fucking Cheyenne, I'm like, which is understandable. So Skip was hopefully gonna be here, maybe next week. Mm-hmm. We're, we're kind of like, that's kind of maybe the plan. And he has a director. I'm not gonna like he he told me the director. I'm not gonna throw it out there. I don't want to like get him excited or anything, but it's a pretty good idea, and that was one we haven't done yet. I don't know. I'll tell you afterwards. Fine. Not tell on air. That's the <laughs> problem. So anyway, not on air. Well, on on. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep it out. So no. um. No. Yeah, like like Beatrix Kiddo in the Kill Bill movies. You never hear her fucking name until the very very end of it. Exactly. It's just like, she like you hear people say her name and, and it's just go, like. Beep. Yeah. yeah, it could be like that. Yeah. Well, Someone has to do that. I'm not gonna do that. Actually, it was, it was Robin's adoptiversary this week. Oh, yeah. His sixth year. Oh, Robin Van Persie. That's not Robin, but anyway. <laughs> you know, when I first adopted him, I was with this girl, and she was just like, at first she was a fan, and then he was kind of aggressive at first, and so like, we had, and she was like, we're taking him back. I'm like, um, that's not how we do things in this family. And so, like, just... So anybody knows that we're sitting at this table, like we don't return thing. Like like we don't. Once you pr- come into this family, like if you choose to leave, then leave. But like we don't just like take things back. So like that's why Robin's still here, and that person is not. So that's how life works. <laughs> what? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> that was like that was the first 
massive boulder that fell off the cliff of that situation that murdered that. Oh, and then another thing. So, like, it doesn't matter anymore because, like, it doesn't affect anybody but me. So, like, as far as underwear goes, we need to have a conversation about underwear. Oh, God, here we go. No, 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 no. No, it's a good one. So, here's the deal. Like, I, I switched my underwear to a new brand, and it is the most comfortable fucking thing that ever happened. I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. It was just like I used to wipe my ass with a fucking piece of bark, and now I wipe it with a piece of silk. Like that's the difference. That's that's how different it is. Like, okay, these Ethicas, like these are so fucking comfortable. What do you, I, I, what do you guys think about that? I don't care. You already know my stance. I can't speak to the material. I'm sure it's great. No, but. it's the whole... It's They go far enough down the leg to where they don't ride up. They hold everything in place. They don't... like. It's just like... At the end of the day, they don't get all stretched out on the bottom. So, like, everything... They just... They fit perfect all fucking day. CBS, do you wear boxer briefs? Or just boxers. Or just boxers. Well, you're outnumbered right now, so... Personal choice, so whatever, dude. No, no, uh, it's for sure personal choice. I was just, I was just curious. I was just like, um, so we had that situation with the stalker, and I mean, whatever. And I, they, they sent me the wrong size, and they, I wouldn't have worn them anyway because they were that weird, like, jersey, like, material that like, I don't like it anyway. But then, like, the next day, like that shit happened, and then, um, one of my chefs was just like, "Hey, I ordered these massive grab bags of all the, of this of this good kind of fucking underwear, and um, you should give these a shot." And I was like, "Dude, this is fucking weird. This has happened." And he's like, "Just don't be a fucking pussy and just wear these. Just try them out." And I like, he gave me two pairs, and they're about fifteen bucks a pair, which yeah, is they're fu- expensive, which is fucking weird. So then, like, I brought them home, washed them, I put a pair, and I was like. God damn, these are fucking comfortable. They're expensive because they last for fucking ever, though. Yeah, and they're like, super. You don't, you know, you don't need new ones in a fucking year. But they're like, super fucking comfortable. So I'm, I'm, I have like nine pairs now, which like I've still because if you can find them on for sale, like on on sale in random places, I just get the plain colors. He's all about, he, you know, he's this young kid who's just like he's got leopard prints. Like these are for date night, and I'm like you're ridiculous. But uh, I mean, good for him. Like, whatever. If he wants to, if he wants to shag out some cougars and put on his leopard skins, good for him. Like, that's that's you know, we we know. Silly. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like, but it's getting to the point where boxers aren't going to exist anymore. So, like, I don't know about that. I've tried a few. I can only get the ones I like online. Because you like you only, you have a special kind of the order. No. Elastic waistband, but not... Elastic waistband, you can't get those in stores anywhere. Whatever. I've been buying them on Amazon for three years. Maybe four. Maybe it's time huh. to switch it up. As you get older, you need to support the junk, man. Because those things start to sag. I mean, I, I don't care if they sag. I like when they breathe. They breathe on me? I don't know, man. They do. One of my nuts hangs lower than the other one too, so when they're everybody's all like does constricted, it's not, it's not I don't like it as much. It's not that different. Look, I'm not saying I'm totally against it, but the last two times I've tried it in the last six months, wearing them for a day, I'm like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you put a pair of these on, I think you'd be. I bought it. one really expensive pair, Tango Hotel, which is like. Uh, I think you should try a pair of these. I think we into it. Which is like that. It's like the same shit. But 
if I buy a pair. And then Captain tried to jump over the gate and just like just ran. So there was a video I saw yesterday. It was just like um, such a graceful elk. Elk are such graceful animals, and just fucking like big bull elk, which is the male elk, jumps over this fence and hooks its foot and just goes boom, 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 and like tumbles and then gets up and like shakes it, shakes itself off and looks around and then it just like then it just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the funniest fucking thing ever. Did anyone see that? Fuck. And it was a fucking elk. It was just like, it literally looked around like, holy shit, did anybody see that but me? <laughs> it's just like that thing just Man. ate fucking shit. It's pretty good. Cover- trying to make sure he's covered. It's all like. I kind of felt bad at first. Like, is it dead? But it was it got up and just she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. And then just walked away like, you know, this little like. That's crazy. And that's what my cat just fucking did. Knock that fucking gate over. Fuck him. It's his actual birthday on Saturday. Literal birthday. Paper, that's funny. Paperwork says July 4th. His litter was born. So. Huh. El Capitan Reposado. Freedom. It's all about freedom. <laughs> I'm going to try and find party hats for him. Just take pictures of that. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Fuck Captain yeah. Pendant's Day. Cap-dependence day. I don't know. Eh, El Reposado. <laughs> it gets weirder the longer it is. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> so, should we get into it? There's actually some news today. What's in the news? Let's take this shot first. Okay. God damn it, Tyler. Blasty for you, CBS. Yikes. So Walmart is transforming 160 parking lots into drive-in movie theaters. With a company like that's owned by Robert De Niro, they're going to make free movie theaters in their parking lots, drive-ins, and they're going to like they're going to pay for um, servers. They're going to pay for other stuff. So people come to your car, take your order, bring you snacks, bring you soda, bring you whatever. Maybe be able to watch. They're, they're not sure whether they're going to be new movies or old movies yet. They're not. They haven't one hundred percent decided on that, but it's going to happen. So, huh? Weird. So not closing down the stores, they're just adding a drive-in display to it. Why would they close down the stores? Everybody uses Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, Walmart's going nowhere. Right. They just have massive, massive parking lots, so they're just like, you know. That are full, like, all the time. So just, like, why not? No, they they use transmitters, you know, so all I got to do is like, go up and just t- tune your radio to a certain thing, and then, like, you watch movies. I mean, I was Googling it, you know, like, for a transmitter that good, it's, like, maybe three, four hundred bucks CBS. for, like, a really, really good one. CBS has one. Mm-hmm. And, you know. That's how we did the drive-in back at the comic book store that one time. Yeah. We should totally do it there. I was thinking we should get, like, a couple... Where'd you put the projector, though? Well, you you do it outside, it. right? Like, yeah. on that... On that wall before the stairs? Is that where you did it? We hung it up and over the railing. We hung it over the railing right in front of the store. Just turn off the like our store light. Once you turn it off, it's dark up there. So we okay. hung it over the side and we used a, uh, we actually used another light to turn off the security light. To make it think it was the daylight. Uh, I, should, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that just now at all, but that's what Why? We did. Why does it matter? It's not a big deal. So we just aimed it at it to turn it off. I don't think anyone's going to know. Because it's the 24 hour one, like it turns mm-hmm. on with the, yeah. 
That one is, yeah. The ones on the side there. I mean, I guess, I guess they all of them are, actually. So during the day, they turn themselves off, and at night, right. they turn themselves on. But yeah, that's how we killed that light, to not be a problem on the sheets. I was thinking that we should do, like, if we, if, if we use your transmitter, there's a way to, like, daisy chain transmitters. Hmm. Okay. And, like, if we got, like, a couple transmitters, we could do, like, a pirate radio station, like... Whenever we want, just flick it on and fucking just like play music and like do pirate radio station shit like in Grand Junction. I think that'd be fucking fun as shit. Like pump up the volume style. I think it'd have to be a lot more powerful than. But you daisy chain him like, and then yeah, I don't know how to do that. We got to, you need, we need a short wave instead of like a long wave. Long wave is the smaller ones, like right. but you need the short wave. It goes farther. Right. Like ham radio operators use that shit. Right. Yeah, I think it'd be fun as fuck if we had a pirate radio station. Yeah, would be. Now Jack have a The FCC just does. The FCC doesn't pay attention to that shit anymore. Yeah, because it doesn't matter really anymore. Well, there's a whole bunch of stations you're not supposed to use because of medical or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but, but, I mean, better than that, you just like there's more of them. But, than but the, F- the, F- the 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 point in the old days, which is like the radio aids are owned by the American people, so the FCC is there to like make sure it manage and that make sure that happens. And so, like now, like that's why that's why. I think there's a lot more problems in the world than worrying about stopping a radio station. Well, well, there's that, but like, like one of the main things that FCC does is like make like trying to make sure that there's no swearing and like things like that. But like, there's actually no actual law that says you can't do these things. It's kind of like you're fined by the FCC if well, you're an active like an active no, business. No, I know, but no, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying like the fact that like if you are an active radio station, a proper radio station, and like. Unless a local, per, like enough local complaints happen, you can't get fined. So you can pretty much say whatever you want until you, they get complaints and then they investigate the situation. So you can basically say, in the old days, it was like shit, piss, cunt, cock, cocksucker, motherfucker, basically the, all the George Carlin shit. But like, it's, it's not that way anymore. And like, because like a lot of like cable channels, um, are, you're allowed to air that stuff, and so like now it's not that way anymore. So like the radio, even radio stations are different now. So it's like it's pretty, it's it's pretty interesting. So like I'm, I'd be curious if like, I mean the, the the first thing they do is send a cease and desist. They just say hey, like this came from this address, blah blah blah. If they really sure. really tracked it down, so we wouldn't get in trouble. Like it'd be kind of cool to have a pirate radio station. So we should fucking do that. Yeah. Put like put it up on a roof and just say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> crazy nonsense yeah, just uh you know camping chairs up there like it's well, like no. we're workaholics well no the fucking the no, tram- but we'll, we'll actually sit on the roof <laughs> no because we have to move everything from the fucking studio up there we would just do it from here with a transmit up on the roof it'd be cool to do it on the roof though no it wouldn't it'd be so much work to put all that stuff up there and then take it down every night yeah I mean, we could eventually once build like a canopy like over wow. your roof. No, eventually somebody will fall off the roof. Just saying. What do you got next in the news, Tyler? Uh, Zachary Levi, who is Shazam and Chuck, I think is who people know him best as, is going to play football player Kurt Warner in a biopic. Could be cool. You mean like a biographical picture? Film. Film. Oh, so uh, the, the, uh, a biography movie. Yeah. Okay. Which, if you think about it, he kind of looks like the guy. I can see it. Except he's a lot taller, isn't he? No, nah, Kurt Warner was tall as shit. I don't really know how tall Kurt Warner Kurt is. Kurt Warner is like 5'10". 
six five or something. Uh, yeah, so that was a big one. I found another cool uh, one. Breed Larson, like, did, like, this massive, um, news release today about, and everybody's like, oh, she, like, she's like, I have this massive announcement about me personally, blah, 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 and everybody thought that she was going to come out, and it was just like, I'm starting a YouTube channel. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I saw a bunch of hate about that, actually. Yeah, everybody's, like, really mad at her about it, and I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Why is everything have to be? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic World three is going to have Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum in the whole movie. Damn, that's big news because like Jeff Goldblum was barely barely in the second one, oh, yeah. and I was disappointed in that cameo money. Yeah, but hmm. you know, like yeah, they should be in the whole thing. It's interesting. Um, Shia LaBeouf is in a new David Ayer movie called The Devil. Oh, no, it's called The Tax Collector. He is the devil. That makes sense. But it's a crime drama. David Ayer made, I mean, before the Suicide Squad shit, he made, like, Harsh Times, and he wrote Training Day, and, like, he did a lot of cool crime stuff. So I think I think that'll be rad. The trailer's out, which we have not watched, so we'll have to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's most of what I got so far. Got anything else? Yeah, that's about it, man. It's better than nothing, I guess. Hearts of the Caribbean Six is happening. Hmm. Yeah, some. Ch- who's? What's the female they're doing? I heard it. Like it's like a. Is that the one without Giant Depp in it? Yeah. Um. I don't even know. doesn't say on this article I'm reading. Hmm. Some female that was saying that they, is going to be the main character. Um, Something about a mermaid, maybe? No idea. Don't know. Yeah, there you go. It has a picture of Johnny Depp, but if he's not in it, I don't know. Margot Robbie. Is that who's supposed to be in it with him? Or be in it, period? Margaret Robbie's going to be the new main character in the Empire of the oh, God, I don't like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I saw it the other day. Sorry. I like her, but... Well, there's a lot of female pirate captains, actually, like, like pirates that are really cool. So but she's can... never going to get naked in that, so I don't care. She's not going to get naked in anything. It's old Disney. She doesn't have to anymore. She's, she's a bazillion. They're like, they, can, they can't... That's the point. It's like, oh, if you get naked... Unless it's an art film. I'm just saying I want to see her get naked more. That's it. Cool. Well, then she's not going to until it's like it's either art related or like, fuck it. I want to get naked for Playboy or something like that. Until like, she's old is what he's trying to say. Until she's old? Yeah. No. Like This day in the game, she doesn't have to do it anymore. So. Oh, did you guys see Carl Reiner died? Yeah. yeah. 98 years old. Fuck. I know. Sad. Crazy. Too, too soon. Was it? Too soon. Dude, play. That sounds like a, a, a fulfilled life to me. <laughs> I don't know. Too soon. Poor guy. Had so many more years to live. What did he do anyway, by the way? <laughs> he plays like the grumpy old, well, he plays an old man and everything. Because he's old for so long. How do you spell his name? Just like Rob Reiner, except not with the Rob part. Yeah, R-E-I-N-E-R, I believe. 
That's how you spell it. What's his name again? Carl Reiner. Carl, Carl. with a C. Typing. My my phone automatically adjusted to Kyle Reiner's because I talk too much shit with you, motherfucker. Hmm. That's you, okay. CBS. Okay. Kyle Reiner. Yeah. The Green Lantern. Yeah. But he played Saul. That's that's what it was. That's that's like what the fuck is that? He played Saul in uh, Oceans. Ocean Eleven, Twelve, mm-hmm. and Thirteen. Yeah, that's a good character. Yeah. He was. <laughs> I like him the most in the second one. <laughs> or no, wait, no, it's the third one. All of them he's great. When he's Kensington Chump. He's a good all of them. Should we do him tonight instead? That might take a long time, I don't know. <laughs> Not only that, but how much of his shit have we actually seen? Most of it. I, I doubt I have. <laughs> really? I've been doing movies doubt for it. quite a while. Yeah, I know, but, like, I don't know. I probably don't know 80% of it. It's only done 100 films. That's a lot. It's a lot of films. That's a lot. Yeah. He plays Carl Rhinoceros in Toy Story 4. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember the rhino. He plays the wizard in Justice League. Actions, one of the video, one of the animated. Oh, Okay. A lot of voiceover shit. Ocean's 13 is the last full length he's done. Um, Kensington Jump. 12. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of TV shows. Oh, he's in The Majestic. Ocean's 11. Kind of like, I mean... Mad about you, Fraser. I'm going through a shit. Like I'm already at 84. All just TV shit. Deadman don't wear plaid. That's a good film, actually. Never seen it. You never seen Deadman don't wear plaid? Nope. Um. So Steve Martin takes a bunch of um footage from like 1950s films that are all black and white, and he just. Super, well, he uses the footage from those films and then, like, makes a detective movie on top of it. Huh, okay. Yeah, it's really, really, actually, it's actually fucking fantastic. Like, it's one of my favorite movies. I haven't even heard of it. No? Nope. It's so fucking good. Like, um, it's like a film noir parody. Like, he just, he just takes all these super old films that he had, like, rights to and, like, uses footage from those films and, like, he's the detective and then he, like, makes himself black and white. That's cool. It's really, really fucking good. Huh? See, but, but Carl plays a crazy Nazi. Fuck yeah. As most bald-headed white men do these days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys see... I saw a post of... Uh, oh, a jerk, too. Someone got a pizza from Little Caesars somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere in the country. We should order some pizza. And it had... A Swazi, like pepperoni Swazi on it. <laughs> what the fuck? One of my, one of my, one of my Jewish friends I grew up with posted it, and like he wasn't like ranting on about it or anything. But I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. And then someone else like said, oh, you never heard of the Nazaroni pizza? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's and I was just like, okay, as unnecessary or like as like 
unacceptable as this is, like, that's hilarious, but, yeah. So he was the voice of um, God in the History of the World Part 1, which we're going to... Okay. I almost suggested we do Mel Brooks tonight, but I think Mel, Mel Brooks needs a little bit more, like... Mm-hmm. Research. Yeah. Mel, Mel Brooks is a fucking comedy genius and he deserves a little bit more like than last second. I know there's some of his movies I still haven't seen too that like I would like to. Well, to be fair, what we're doing tonight, I haven't seen some of them. I haven't seen some of them all the time though, so no. whatever. It's understandable. A lot of stuff from the 70s and 80s. So man. beyond that, he was in The Jerk and then like a bunch of 1950s shit, but a lot of all TV, so. Anyway, but he was a pretty brilliant actor in his own right. Like he did. No, he's a great guy. Yeah, did all use everything he was in. That I ever saw him in, he was good. Yeah. So. So, tonight we will, are going to do the. Hold on a second. We're gonna do a pair of brothers, and they worked on a lot of shit together. And more more stuff. I don't know. They only have a few movies together, actually. As directors? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say handful, because two of them separately did more stuff separately, I think. Yeah, so when I was doing my research, David Zucker did more... Comedy. The, like, he did, he did more directing than, like... It was actually three of them that directed a lot of movies together. Right. But two of them were brothers, and one was just a friend or whatever. And but there's some where David Zucker was like the only credited director, but they all had their hands in writing it, right? Producing it, and whatnot. So, so Airplane seems to be like the pinnacle, like the the first point of all, like all three both, of them being both, listed yeah. as the directors. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. Jerry and David, and uh, I think the other guy is. Oh gosh, I know uh, his name. I can't uh, remember now. His last name's Abraham's. Um. um yeah, Jim. Jim. Jim no? Abraham's. I think right? that's. I don't think that's right. Is it? I think so. Jim Abrams. There you go. Okay, I guess you're right. Abrams, I remember that because I kept thinking JJ all the time. It's not the same they, thing but, at all. I mean, Jim Abrams, which, I mean, if we're, we're he's done a couple movies by himself, too. Well, yeah, he did the Hot Shots movies. Yep. And he did. Um, those two of Prize biggest, too, actually. Which is funny because I just downloaded those. Oh, nice. Right. We they, just about got, they just and that, got remastered. And that's like kind of why. And that's kind of like it was last minute for this, this choice because we just couldn't come up with someone. And I, I figured, like, in this day and age, there's a lot of bullshit going on. So, like, let's pick a comedy director. Like, somebody's just like, it's pretty chill. Like, it's sure. kind of like some fun, some fun films. And then, like, last night, um, CBS me watched baseball. Baseball, yeah. Which is weird because, like, that movie's never on TV. Like, because it's so fucked up. It's, like, super, like, dirty and not raunchy and stuff. But, like, it was on TV, so we watched it. And, like, it w- that movie's really fucking funny. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's so funny, but it, it's so good. But it's just, like... Also ridiculous at the same time. Just like like the Naked Gun movies, like all oh, yeah. all that stuff. It's like it's the same kind of thing. So, and we'll get you know we'll get to basketball. But I just want to say for the record that I was already in love with South Park. It was like the first year South Park came out, basically like or the year before when basketball came out right after. And I was like, oh. I, I fucking love these guys. There like, you go. <laughs> explains a couple of things that happened in the movie. Actually, I couldn't remember how close they were to each other. So kind of like, 
I mean, I guess we, I guess we got to throw Jim Abrams in there too because he does a lot of the same shit. Yeah, like we don't have to. He can have his own thing someday. Well, he did the Hot Shots movies though too. But like these guys weren't connected to Hot Shots. Hot Shots was its own thing. Yeah, but it's kind of like the only thing he did that like they didn't do. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can. But they they all worked on Mafia together. They all worked on fucking. Um, airplane, airplane together. Airplane they all worked too. on. There's a bunch of shit they worked on together. So Back Jim Abrams did do a bunch of shit with these guys, and he did Hot Shots one and two, and Welcome Home, um, Roxy Carmichael, Big Business, that Top Secret film. I remember they were involved in that too. And that TV show, The Police Squad, which they're in part of it too. So yeah, we got we got we we need to put his name in there anyway sure, because fine. I, I don't want to like not give him credit. Well, it seemed like, like they were a trio of they really were they were the right. trifecta. But like the Naked Gun stuff came from like a, a silly version of Police or Police Squad because Police yeah. Squad wasn't silly. Yeah, and Leslie Nielsen was like obviously a big huge yeah. part of that. Like he like he's he was a main a character comedy the whole genius. Thing. All that stuff he's a main character in. Oh, G kind of needs to be his own. Like we need to just do like a whole episode on him anyway. Sure, he's got stuff he's in. But but yeah, the group of them. I think the first writing credit they really have is a totally different movie. That's like. A mess of movies that happened in 1977. It's the uh, shoot. I know the name of it, but I can't remember now. It's a um, cool poster. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky Fried, Fried Movie. movie. Yeah, Jinx. Jinx. The original poster. Does that awesome. mean I can't talk? As a kid, no. Okay. As a kid, I remember seeing that box in the in the video stores. Right. Being like, Pen of Girls are awesome. And my dad's like, Don't look at that movie. And I'm like, All right. The new, the new cover on the DVDs, or the Blu-rays, are terrible. It's like a tennis shoe with throwing crap out of it. It's stupid. The I actually, like, awesome. when I started doing my research, I was like, shit, I don't have... How do I not have Airplane? And then I don't oh, have don't? the... And then I don't have the Naked Gun movies. You don't? And then, by proxy, I stumbled two Kentucky Fried movie and I was like I remember my dad watching this so it's ridiculous man. but I it's, don't have that either it's so hilarious but it's also like it's one of those things that it's kind of um it's a weird anthology it's why I, I almost chose Mel Brooks today because but like I feel I, I do I do feel like Mel Brooks deserves like like we need to actually like focus like yeah like his shit's like that dude is just a fucking because not not just his de- directorial but his writing. Like we need to really focus on like Mel Brooks. Sure. So, like, so I was like, oh, we'll go to these these guys instead. But like, fuck man, like Airplane is just legendary. Like there's so many fucking jokes in that. Like and even like even the Naked Gun shit and like yeah, like the you know there's those jokes are just like. A lot of them. The only problem with those 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 shows that well, the only problem really with some of the jokes in there is that they are, are dated by the people that do them. And he was kind all of these, all three of these guys were really about using celebrities of the time to do things, and that's cool if you remember old stuff. Kind of, but kind of not though. Like but when you watch like the fucking airplane movie, yeah. Like they make, I mean, they make fun of some shit. They like they make fun of like the Twilight Zone movie shit, right? And just like. But Twilight Zone, it, it's different in pop culture than like, um, God, what's the lady, um, the mom from the Brady Bunch. Just seeing her, if you know the Brady Bunch, you're like, this is why this Carol? is funny. Yeah. Carol, uh, I can't remember. Um, Same thing in, like, when he, so in that, uh, Kentucky Fried movie, they use, uh, the guy who played Wally, no, on Leave It to Beaver, you had the two brothers, Beaver and, What's the other one's name? Wally? Is that right? I think I can't that's right. Remember. The actor that plays the part of the older brother 
they use him to, and he's basically playing the same part, just he's now he's an adult, and they got some other guy in there playing Beaver, but it's not it's not the right guy. But the yeah. only reason it's funny is if you know who those people are. But I mean, Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar is in this movie, and like yeah. and like. I mean, same thing. even to this day, though, like, people know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. He's still alive. Like, and he's just like, I don't know, like, th- there's sometimes, like, if you just enjoy comedy, like, you have to know dates. Like, you have to know, like, situations and jokes. It's like watching Looney Tunes. Like, the, a lot of the jokes from Looney Tunes come from, like, jokes from the 1950s and 60s. Sure. Like, and even 40s. Like, it's like, like, a lot of those jokes are old school. Like, right. Jerry Seinfeld does jokes from Looney Tunes in, like... The episode, like, in show episodes, like, yeah, like he talks about, like, the, okay, oh, the show, this is it, like he talks sure. about, and, and like, and Lane's just like, do you only know like history about things because you watch <laughs> Looney Tunes, and he's like, oh, maybe, and it's just like that. That's the thing. Is like, I, I mean, I don't give a shit. Like, you watch it, it's fucking funny. It's still like, funny, but it doesn't have the same impact as some somebody today, like a, a little younger than Tyler. Right? There's a little less school than things. Like, if I showed half those jokes to Ross, my buddy Ross, half that stuff wouldn't yeah, mean but, anything. but the jokes are still funny, though. The jokes are still funny, regardless of who's... I'm not saying they're not. Yeah, but, but the jokes are still funny, regardless of who does it. Built a particular way, and the celebrity way of things, like, 70 years from now, a lot of those faces will still matter, but some of them won't. That's all he passed us. So it's like the the don't call don't call me Shirley joke like that joke's still fucking funny. There's no love like, that. Yeah, uh, there's there's no like, but that doesn't have that's yeah. That's, but it does it like anytime what, someone sets that up, I say, I answer the question and I say, and don't call me Shirley. I mean, you have to. But that's the thing <laughs> that's like from this though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the same with the Mel, Mel Brooks movies. Like Spaceballs is still relevant and still funny today. And like, I, like I, I these, like all that stuff. I mean, these guys like did shit that like were just. I mean, the shit's still fucking funny, regardless of if you know the situation. Like, and it makes it even more. It does make it even more funny. That's what I'm saying. But it, like, but the joke is still fucking funny. Yeah, it's still funny. The old white lady decides to talk jive to a couple of brothers on a plane. It's hilarious. It's just funnier when you know who that old white lady is supposed to be. So it doesn't have the same impact, but, 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 but it's, it's still but funny. But it's still fucking hilarious, that's, regardless that's of that. That's all I was saying. Is I know, I know. Some of it is... But, that, but that's what's awesome about these movies. by a style of celebrity. It doesn't make it bad. I'm just... I was just saying that it is. It's fine. It's not bad. I don't think any of these movies are really bad. Airplane 2 is hilarious. Well, Airplane made... So on a budget of $3.5 million, Made eighty three million. Oh my god! Box office. I would never guess that. That's crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah, man. Fucking insane. Wow. That's big numbers for comedy in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's huge. Impressive. Jeez. My dad was. My dad had a a Leslie Nielsen kick for a while. I remember watching like all the Naked Guns and shit when I was a kid. But yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't have them. I don't know why. I just fucking yeah yeah you know. It's time. They are downloading right now. Nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of clips from the, uh, I think it's from Shout Factory that put them out, of that uh, Kentucky Fried movie that you can find on YouTube if you want to watch something weird and not understand how any of it fits together. Watch the clips, because it's crazy. Although there's some really funny parts of them. But yeah, it's, it's a definitely weird thing. Anyway, that one came out in 1977. But yeah. 
As far as they didn't direct it, they both did like pieces of the different stories. It was, it's like an anthology movie. Yeah. There's like a Bruce Lee parody. There's a courtroom drama parody. There's a spy movie parody. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of weirdness in that thing. Well, this was Leslie Nielsen's first comedic role. As uh, the uh, an airplane? Just yeah, but he was he was like I'm coming to the end of my career because he did a bunch of you know he, he did a bunch of like um like he did a bunch of drama stuff and like drama stuff, plays yeah. things like that like and he was just like like this, this is his first comedic role and he thought he was done like he's like ah fuck it I'll just do this like thing and like and so like but like really this is became kind of like kinda what became made like him because standing is yeah so when you think of him you don't think of you don't think of the police drama stuff you think of not even police drama just everything gun. drama yeah. So there was actually an airline that bought the film for their in-flight entertainment. That's hilarious. Can you guys guess who it is? You're not going to guess. Aeromexico. Well, you just read it probably, so. I would never guess. (laughs) I would never guess. I would have said American, but. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, some, Some actors that turned down roles. This is interesting. According to his autobiography, Christopher Lee turned down the Lee role and later said it was a big mistake. Wow. That's crazy. All right. I don't really remember ever seeing him in a comedic role, but that would No, not usually. Be... Usually play the bad guy. Yeah. Even if it was like in Gremlins where it's kind of a comedical bad guy, he's right. still the bad guy. And also Bill Murray was offered the role of Ted Stryker, but turned it down. He said, this is going to work, but it's not. (laughs) Huh. That's pretty funny. So picture the movie for a second with, I don't know who played Ted Stryker in it. Ted Stryker? No, I don't know what the actor Picture with Christopher Lee and Bill Murray instead. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That would be, it wouldn't be the same kind of movie. He's very deadpan. I can't remember the dude's name is though. Robert Hayes, there which I go. yeah, like I recognize him, but I don't really know like from what else. Yeah, he was a handful of different things, but uh, as an actor, he he knew his, him and Murray next to each other are not the same kind of thing uh, like at all. He wound up being in some Sharknado movies, so there's that. Yeah, you know, you get to the end of the career and do whatever. That's what Nelson thought, and it worked out okay. Silly. So it was after the first thing you got, unless you get some more trivia. That's all the trivia I got. Uh, next thing I took down was Top Secret, which I have not seen and found a copy of that today as well. Nice. Uh, which was actually Val Kilmer's yep. first movie. Nice. I did not know that. Val Kilmer. Well, Police Squad was a TV show. Like, it was Leslie Nielsen's TV show. But Prior like, to any of the... Yeah. Right. They, yeah. They, they both worked on that, but it was like, but... It's TV. Next film... Top Secret. Yeah, Top Secret. Uh, it is a spy thriller where, uh, well, no, actually, so it, it's a mix of things. And it, so he's supposed to be like a rock star that they wind up sort of turning into a spy. And he winds up getting in trouble in Germany. And then the whole thing sort of unfolds from there. There's an awesome, there's a, an African-American actor in it who plays a character named Chocolate. I think Chocolate, either Chocolate or Chocolate Cake. And that dude's like a predecessor to, I think he's a predecessor to be a Baracus in the A-Team, because he is freaking awesome. Well, so... I can't, couldn't tell you who the actor this was, is, but no this, idea. This is Val Kilmer's first, like, 
big role. Like, like his first, like, he's like the main guy. Yeah. But. All, all the other characters, no, I mean, yeah, he's the main But to not avoid the situation, Michael Goh, who played Alfred in the Michael Keaton Batman films. Was he in that too? Is in this. He plays oh, Dr. Paul Flamond. Yep. So you can't forget him because he's like he's the, no, he's the man. You by, know? by memory, I would have no idea he was in that at all. Right. It's kind of like when we when we when we hit this point of this this podcast, it's like people need to just really enjoy film. Yeah, that's true. These are like, oh things. shit, yeah, that guy, like, oh okay, yeah, because we're not like, oh, that one time I'm pitch perfect when Snoop Dogg was there. It's like, no, we don't do that kind of fucking podcast. Like, I guess probably why we're not that that is probably why we're not that popular. I would like that part where we talked about Snoop Dogg and, and the Pitch no, Perfect movies. No, I, I love Pitch Perfect and I love Snoop Dogg. I love both, but, well, you, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, now, movie-wise, this thing's so old, and like the only memories I have for, from it are the are the pieces with the group of them like shooting a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, that's the dude. Who is that? What's that guy's name? Eddie something. It's right there. Yeah. It's freaking Eddie, awesome. Eddie to go. Eddie to go. That's, yeah, he's awesome. Fallen biker hat, like there's a point where he's dressed up as a German soldier, and it's hilarious. I think he's the same guy that's in uh, select on him. I think he's the guy. The same he's guy. in Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, but select him. I think he's the same guy really? that's in uh, Blazing oh, Saddles. He's a ship captain. Crazy. I would never connect I those think, things I think either. He's in- Maybe. I said I don't know that. Is he not in Blazing Saddles? He's not the main character. No. Yeah, that's who he thought he was. That's a different actor. Oh, okay. I don't know that guy's name either, but it's not the same dude. But yeah, like there's a point where no, I don't want to know. They have uh they have uh, Val Kilmer, and that he's he's been sentenced to death because he managed to kill a German soldier who was smacking around a lady. Uh, that's Siobhan Little. Never mind. And uh, while well, he's in order to try to free him, of course, a few of them go and oppose as Nazi well, Cle- soldiers. Cleavon Little. That's how you Cleavon. Oh, from uh, yeah, from uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. But yeah, it, this is a point where he's marching around as a German soldier with all these other crowd like looking what you would expect to be a German soldier. It's just it's funny. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it's a great movie or not, but it's a thing, it's pretty It's funny. It's funny, yeah. I like it. I mean Man, it's it's been a, it's been a minute. If so, you want to see some real young Val Kilmer, that's the place to do it. Like it's yeah. it's, it's kinda weird actually. Young, you know? young, young, young. Yeah, like super young. Pre like Real genius. Oh yeah. There's a point where he has a he has a they're getting ready to the the like torture him and they knock him out for a second. He has a flashback of being in high school. I think he's a little old to be in high school, but at the same time, or maybe he's in college. I whatever it is, he he blacks out. He's, he winds up being in this hallway talking to some dude, and the guy's like, "Oh, you missed all your classes, man!" And he's like, "Oh no, I can't believe I missed all my classes!" And he wakes up. And he's being beat. And he looks at the two guys beat him, and he's like, oh, thank God, I was in school again. It's funny. So apparently this was Peter Cushing's last movie. I have no idea. Huh. Yeah. So okay. it says, his last movie. I'll be damned. Right? I thought that was interesting. I think the poster has a cow on it, if I remember right. With the like the red letters, top secret, like a stamp or something. Anyway, yeah, it, it's funny. It's just it it is old, but like the best parts are are the chocolate cake guy. Like he's awesome. 
There's a point where he's drinking I gasoline. Think it says his name was Chocolate Mouse. Oh, maybe. Oh, Chocolate, Chocolate Moose. Moose. That's what it is. Okay. So not cake, but moose. Yeah, because they're all, all the guys in his little band are named after different, like, breads or something. Except for him, because he's African American. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. So silly cow with rain boots. Hilarious. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, there's a, I kind of think, so, I don't know if either you guys remember this or not, or know what I'm talking about even. So in Dexter's Laboratory, there's a cartoon series that Dexter watches called Action Hank. I kind of think that that dude is who Action Hank's based off of. That or Mr. T, those are the only two choices. And the way Action Hank dresses is a lot more like that dude than it is Mr. T. Hmm. Anyway, I guess Google it, people. So Ruthless People, speaking of people, oh, yeah. is the next film. That's got a... Well, Dan- Danny 80s. DeVito, yeah. Bette Midler, yep. Judge Reinhold. So like Bette Midler is like... Dan DeVito is like a rich guy. His, his wife gets kidnapped. Right. Who's Bette Midler? And Judge Reinhold plays one of the kidnappers. And they're like... Well, there's two of them, actually. Like, and, like, and Dan DeVito had been planning on like, killing her anyway. Yeah. And so he's just like, I'll just like hold off until they kill her. In my, but like... The kidnappers aren't killers, and so he, like it just like kind of like, goes all fucking crazy, right? It's one of the few movies Helen Slater's in. Yep. She plays the other kidnapper. She's Reinhold's girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, uh, Helen Slater. One of my favorites, actually. I love. I like. I don't know, a few. She's been in a fucking shit ton of stuff. Uh, man, not not been seventy not, films. Yeah, but a bunch of those are like weird cameo pieces. They're not like mm. when you say Helen Slater, you're like, yeah, Kristen Slater's sister. People are like, what? Like, yeah, she's the original. Like, she's the original Supergirl. She is, and she's on the Supergirl TV. She's show. the legend of Billie Jean. Yep, one of my other favorites. Ru- yeah, Ruthless People. She's so punk rock in that. It's awesome. If you haven't seen Legend of Billie the Jean, Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox. Nope, haven't. Oh man, you should watch that movie. Haven't seen Ruthless People. City either. Slickers. Um, That's more understandable. City Slickers. Who's she in that? She's one of the wives. Bonnie Rayburn. I don't even know what that is. Is she Billy Crystal's wife? I don't remember which one she's supposed to be. It's been a long time since I've seen Slickers. I mean, I have a picture in my head if that's her. Blonde lady. Sort yes. Of longish, skinny, pretty. Yeah. That answer's like... Anyway, I knew, I, I knew it was going to make a weird thing, but like, CBS is all about Supergirl, so... Oh. Well, uh, that movie, that movie, that the, that original Supergirl is really fucking weird. It is. It's, 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 it's like I'm not saying it's bad. It's it's, it's just weird. fucking weird. Yeah. It's like kind of creepy, sure, and like dirty. It's like it's, there's a weirdness to it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand yeah, it. Probably the director for that. I don't, I don't know who directed, but yeah, it, it it is weird. But this film was like Danny V was great in it. Judge Reinhold, one of his first films. I do like him. Oh, it's also got um. Oh gosh. The famous, the the best president when we did the presidents episode. Bill Pullman, it was his yeah. first movie. Bill Pullman's in. It's he one plays of like pieces a, of trivia I got. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah, he plays like a dumbass. Uh, he like a dumbass robber that tries to rob the people that have kidnapped the wife. Did he have the same haircut? Uh no. Oh, he's got very bleach blonde hair in that. No way. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He hmm. doesn't. You know, it's not the, it's not the same at all. Also, this movie uh, on a thirteen million dollar budget made seventy one million. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not too bad. This guy uh, probably is Beth Midler. Made some fucking money for some people. Yeah, yeah, he did. And the next film probably is just as like Naked Gun, the original. Oh, the first one from the files of Police Squad, which like it kind of bleeds over. Yeah, but like 
OJ Simpson was in like all I that say, shit. He's, he's in. Is he in the third one too? I think so. He's in a lot he's of at that least shit. In the first two. There's Will's before before his kid murdered his wife, and then he took the blame for it, and then didn't really go to jail at all. Wait, what? Yeah. Nobody. What are you talking about? You're you're crazy. Nobody took the blame for killing anybody. If his son killed his wife, then yes. No. Killed his mom. His son never claimed anything. No. Well, why would he? So what? So what did you say? I'm just saying there's a batch of conspiracy that believes the idea that the son actually killed the mother and the boyfriend, and then OJ just helped try to help clean it up, and the process of cleaning it up wound up getting looked at, and of course he made more sense than the son at the time. But the son has rage issues, has his most of his adult life. Oh, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories. I'm not saying they're true. I also don't have a tinfoil hat on. LJ Murray murdered the fuck out of her. Maybe. He's crazy. 100%. He I mean, definitely tried to steal a bunch of, back by a bunch of his memorabilia in Vegas. No, he did. He, he, he didn't, he didn't try. try. He actually did it. Yeah, with a gun. Priscilla Presley's in the Elvis Presley's daughter. That's true as well. A naked gun. Pretty hilarious. $12 million budget. $78 million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude knows nice, how to make dude. some comedies and make some fucking money. That's Good for awesome. him. Dang. Yeah, these are like, I feel like numbers that wouldn't be even terrible for right now for a comedy. No. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, comedies don't make a ton of money. No, not the same way anything else does. That's crazy. But before we get too far, though, we got to focus on his brother just a little bit. So do we got to go to Jerry? Sure. Jerry did more serious movies. Not all serious, but like the other the two of them. It's like the comedy director and then the... But Jerry did Ghost. Ooh, so, yeah. so we need to shit. talk about Ghost real quick. That's a big deal. When did yeah. Ghost happen, though, year-wise? 90. Before or after Naked Gun 2? Uh, you pull up pull up the other... The other Try to figure sucker. out when they line up at. Because... You do Dave and he'll do Jerry. After Ruthless People. Naked Gun 2 was after. After Ghost. Well, what's the first Naked Gun, though? 88. 88? So... So then Ghost would be the next one, which would be... So Ghost would be before Ruthless People? No. No. Ghost is after Ruthless People was 86. Okay. Then Ghost and then Naked Gun. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, you got, like, one of the... I pull up some information on that shit. Well, as far as memorable moments in movies, the whole, like, potting scene with with, uh, Homegirl and... uh, the Roundhouse, no Roadhouse. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. Roadhouse, Swayze and Whoopi. No, well, I mean she's in there too. But the uh, the scene with the Mean and the Roadhouse mm. parodied, mimicked, redone. It's reused a crap ton actually. But movie wise, it's a very serious movie versus everything else that the bro- two brothers had done together. That's true. My mom liked this movie a lot, but I think she just had a big thing for Swayze. So, well, he's Roadhouse. So yeah, you know, hundred percent. Got any trivia on that movie over there, Josh? There's a bunch. There's probably like, a lot. I didn't yeah. even look at that one. Um. I saw a meme the other day while you're looking at that that has this, this black cat sitting as if it's being petted by the two of them while they're making the... So they replace the clay with the black cat, and then eventually when their hands stop, the cat's like looking back and forth and starts spinning around because it wants to be petted while the two of them make out. It's a hilarious meme, actually. 
I don't pay attention to those very often, but it had a cat, and the cat was going crazy, and I thought, this is hilarious. There you go. That's, that's what that's, I do with my free time. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah. You would think Swayze would stop to pet the cat. <laughs> I mean, well, by the end of it, I'm sure that you would probably go back to it, only because how crazy the cat was going. But, I mean, he had his hands full with ladies, so, you know. Yeah. This film did turn um, Demi Moore into the highest-paid actress in Hawaii, but at the time. Nice. Part of the film, while she was a well-known actress, she wasn't a bankable star at all. Wow. So this kind of like, put her over the edge. I can see that. And then she did striptease? That was way later. Right. Right. <laughs> way, way later. Not way later. Uh, I'm going to say so quite a few years later. Four. Only four years? Is my guess. No, more than that, dude. You gotta, you gotta be looking at least. Yeah, I might be thinking about years. Showgirls. Showgirls was '94, I think. She's not in that one. This is one of the only. Right. This is one of. The, I get those two like year-wise mixed very up. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the highest-grossing film in 1990. Nice. I don't. I. I, I that's like, because women actually went to movies that year. Usually, usually Tyler's the one that's like, "Hey, this the cut this much to make." I don't. I don't have the information right of hand. So. Oh, I can find it. Okay. I'll find it real quick. Okay. When the movie was first released on VHS in 91, the tapes were actually light or ghost gray colored. That's kind of cool. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. He was one of the first people to do that, actually. I had no idea that was a thing at all. That's freaking awesome. Holy shit. Yep. On a budget of $22 worldwide gross. You guys want to guess? I mean, I'm looking... 127,000. Worldwide. Million. What do you got? Million. What do you got? 127. I don't know, 300? 505 oh. worldwide. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Good for them. That's crazy. Domestics, 217, but that's still a big number. Wow. Uh, so we're talking yeah. domestics. I had no right rules. fucking idea. Josh wins. We're talking worldwide. Price is right rules. I win. Yeah. Damn, 505 worldwide gross. That's insane. I never thought. Yeah, there's not that. much to that film. Like Jesus. There, there, there's the weird scenes where like the demons and the stuff like that, like the kind of supernatural yeah. shit, you know. But like, really, man, it's not that. Much. I mean, to it's make that movie, is not things. much to it. Man, that's freaking crazy. I did not expect that. No, not at all. So his next film is First Night. Oh, I oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah, Richard uh, Sean Gere, Connery. Richard, Richard no, oh. yeah, no, no, Sean Connery's in it. Is yeah, it? he's like the he's Richard he's, he's Arthur. He's, he's yeah. Arthur. That's right. Main characters which is. Richard I had to Gere. watch this and Richard Gere plays Lancelot. I had to yeah. watch this in my history class. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Don't know. It's that's a fucking. It's not even historical at movie. all. Don't no, know. It's based. Had on to watch it. The historical story. I, maybe my teacher had a thing for Sean Connery or someone. Richard Gere. He's got so long Sean Connery plays that. Arthur. Yeah. Richard Gere plays Lancelot. Julie Orman plays Guinevere. Ben Cross plays Prince. So, who directed this? Uh, Jerry, the brother, Jerry. Jerry. The brother, Jerry, okay. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Zucker. Stuff. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. So that's I mean, like between the two of them, as we're flowing through shit, like they kind of like they both kind of like zigzag, but they also like they, they do random shit. But Jerry I, seems to be the most talented of the two. 
It's a different kind of skill set as far as style of movie. Oh, you look at the ghost numbers. I mean, how can you God fucking deny that? that shit. But this movie, this movie made a shit. I mean, you can look that up too, Tyler. But this movie made a shit ton of fucking money because, like, Richard Gere at the time and Sean Connery and that chick. Because uh, this was post Pretty Woman, right? Yeah, but yeah. Julie Ormond, like, that, I mean, she was super. Like, she was a. Uh, I couldn't tell you because I can't remember what she looks like. I mean, she did fucking. I could let me, let me scroll through it quick. Fifty-five million dollar budget, worldwide gross, hundred twenty-seven million. So not nearly not, as not bad. bad. Lost money domestically. Really? Yeah, it's thirty-seven million. When the when the people start talking, I mean, the, the movie was fucking garbage. I mean, I would not have seen it if I wouldn't have seen it in class. Sure. So I will tell you this. So this the the reason I brought this movie up was because like. So my parents had some friends, and they're since they they divorced sh- shortly after. But like, the man, his name is Jeff, is one of my dad's a good friend still. Like he's a very good like like auto mechanic things like that. But like the wife, when they were together, her name was Missy. Missy. Their last names are Sheely. Like they will never listen to this. But she like, she was like a woman that like had those eyes that she would like always kind of like I was like early teens and so I was always just kind of like oh my god this, oh, I'm getting kind of a boner because she's giving me this look and she's always kind of like oh Josh <laughs> you like this you like this and like it was kind of like I, it was one of my first like moments of being the, the feeling boner situation okay and like like her and her her kids were way younger and so like my sister's ages and down and I was like the oldest kid and like she came over and she brought this movie. She's like, I ran this movie. This could be really good. And like, we made, watch this film. And she was just like, Oh yeah, Richard. And she's like, rub, like rub my back. And it was, it was, it was very <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, so this movie makes me feel very uncomfortable thinking about it. And they got divorced and it's like, whatever. And like, so cause I think she was cheating, obviously. But anyway, so this movie makes me think about like that weird situation. Well, it's a cheating movie. So. Yeah, exactly. Both those things kind of, I could see being synonymous. I remember seeing this in the theater at the Carmack 7. Oh, that's weird. That yeah. you saw this in the theater. Well, at the time, the world was a very different place, and yeah, but, stuff wasn't an option. Yeah, it's, it's weird just to, like, pick this, though. If you, well, if you want to go on... Because it was all about romance. It was, there was, like, yeah. there's not well, really... I was on a date with a lady, and uh, we did stuff in the theater that you shouldn't do in theaters, so... I only remember parts of this movie. It's a cool piece of trivia. Mel Gibson was attached to star at one point and left to make Braveheart. Oh, that's a man. way better choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> way fucking better choice. Thank fucking God. Wow. He's like, give this one to gear. I got something else. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, so he did... Where are we at? So that's 95. So we need to go back to the other brother, I think, before we go... Smack David. Yeah. Did we we didn't really talk about Naked Gun Two, I guess. I think that's where we're getting to what year did it come out? But that was before first night. Okay. But I don't have any trivia on that. It made on a budget of twenty three million, made eighty six million. Still in the green. Quite a bit. Sure. Yeah, one and two, whatever. I mean they're both they're the, yeah. same, they're the same film. I think the only thing they, they weren't really heavily involved with was three, right? Yeah. 
Correct. Not at all, I don't think. Maybe it's pretty But baseball but. be 98. I think it'll be the next big film, right? Yep. And I've got a lot of notes on this one. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. I was a freshman in high school. I'm going to grab paper towel because I spilled something. When this movie came out, and I loved it. And I already loved uh, South Park and Trey Parker, Matt Stone. My mom wouldn't let me watch South Park or basketball. My dad, on the other hand, let me. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. And the, the trick behind South Park, I may have mentioned this before, but, you know, back then... 97, you miss a TV show, you pretty much miss it, you yeah, know? It's definitely true. My dad had a friend who recorded all of them and dubbed me a whole tape of, like, the first season. That's like, awesome. It was, like, my yeah. trophy for a year. Sure. Like. That's cool, bro. You know? Oh, yeah. I think, so you were saying earlier about that being, this being after the first season had dropped. I'm betting that's why the Cartman voice is in it. It's to tell you who does the Cartman voice, because I think before that, these guys' faces didn't matter. And there's actually, I I would not have remembered this, but I was watching this movie while taking my notes, and there's a point, I think in the locker room, where Trey Parker does the Mr. Garrison voice. He does, yeah. 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 I'm like, did I just hear that? Like, I don't even remember that part, but... Yeah, it's where they were talking crap to the other, to, to Matt. Yeah. But yeah, as, as a thing, I think the whole reason the Cartman voice is in there is to be like, this is these guys, that's who this is. And after they fight, there's like a scene where Trey Parker is driving, like listening to some song, oh, yeah. some sad song, and then like he's doing the lyrics for the song too. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> those guys with voices but yeah, kill it. I don't know if that song's even credited. I was actually trying to pay attention to that when, we were, when the credits were coming up. To see what the name of the song was, I I, I don't think you can find it. it. You I just have to watch the movie. I don't think it's actually credited. Is the thing like uh, the song must exist somewhere in the world, but I don't think it's credited in a way that you know what the name was without just knowing. Right. I mean, unlike a few of the other songs they've done in other movies, I don't think this one actually got any type of credit listed for it. If so, they didn't list his name as the one singing it, but it's definitely him. So, to my knowledge, this is actually the only movie. They were involved in that lost money. Wow. But it's my favorite movie that they were involved in, really. So, yeah, $25 million budget only made $7 million. Wow. But I think it was on a very limited release because no one knew who the fuck they were. Right. Well, again, the faces didn't matter then. They would have waited until season two happened. I have a feeling it would be a very different situation. Yeah, so... So here's an interesting piece of trivia on this, is that Trey Parker and Matt Stone agreed to do this film under the assumption by the time filming began, South Park would have already been canceled. It wasn't, (laughs) and having been committed to both projects, they had to attend principal photography for this project during the day and produce South Park during the night so they didn't sleep for a long time. Yeah, they're both crazy people, so... Yeah. I guess that sort of fits. But yeah, they thought South Park was not going to happen, and then it did. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane didn't think uh, Family Guy was going to happen, and it did. 
But it's also been canceled, what, three times? Exactly. It still keeps coming, I know. No, we got canceled multiple times before. I know. It just keeps coming. And actually, his funniest shit is American Dad. I can fuck with anybody. (laughs) No, really, like, American Dad, I think, is way funnier. It's a different kind of funny. Oh, Oh, it's still fucking, actually, super, way more hilarious. And then the guy that plays Squeak is hilarious. He didn't get his, uh... His due diligence for that role, I don't think. Well, he think, was... Isn't the only other movie he's in? The, the, I don't one, even, the other one they made? I don't even Orgasmo? know. Orgasmo? Yeah, pr- I mean, he's probably I think in that's that. the only other movie... Well, he, I, he may be in other things. That's the only other movie I remember him from. He's, You're a little bitch. No, he's in like... He's in Orgasmo. That's what I said, isn't it? Is that what you said? Pretty sure. But I think... Is that it? Mm-hmm. No, he's got a bunch he's of in others. a bunch of shit, but not not notable shit. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Like it's all set. I don't recognize. Oh, two guys are going to a piece of place. He was in that. Snatch. Hmm. Oh, crazy. It has been a while since I've seen Snatch, but I don't remember it. Man, I've seen that so many times. I don't. Huh. <laughs> Uh, the word dude is spoken a total of 98 times throughout this movie. They have a whole conversation saying that. Yep. Yeah. That is 21 of them. It's <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> Chris Farley turned down the role of Joe Cooper, and the script eventually went to Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who rewrote it. Oh, that's not, even their, that's not even their script? No. No, so they my best piece it. of trivia for this, I was saving for last, and I got a couple more things first. Okay, do those. Al Michaels made $60,000 for his part in this movie. He's not in it that much. Oh, he's mm-hmm. in a lot. We talked about it last night. Yeah. I mean, he's the in it, it but says, it's a lot. 60000 like, that's a lot for 1998. He's a big celebrity on TV. For what he's now. doing now, like, he's like, he's like, oh, grand, grandpa football. Oh, I'm, I'm Michael. I can do no wrong. He's in a movie, but like, there's a bunch of fucking horrible shit. Then he makes out with a dude. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that last night. We're like, eh. That's pretty crazy. And who, who's the other guy? Uh, oh, damn it. The glasses. Uh, yeah. Uh, Al Michaels. I can't and remember. We, we've couldn't figure that out. It wasn't, it wasn't even worth. No, it is. He's a he's a big he's, sportscaster he's now. Too, yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. I feel like I he never see him. He doesn't wear glasses anymore. That's uh, the main difference. But he's another fuck. notable name. He usually does intros to games for for NFL, like a lot of the NFL games. He's like the, one of the leading guys on the Fox Network, I think. Huh. Which now I don't know how that's going to be with Disney, but shoot, what is that guy's name? <sighs> I don't remember his name. Yeah, we need to figure that out because it's like. It's another Bob guy. Costas. There you go. Yeah, Bob Costas is like the main guy in Sunday Night Football. He's like, yeah, he does like the hey guys, I'm Bob Costas. Hey, blah 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 blah. There's intro stuff for it. Oh, see, he looks way different. Yeah, now. it's Bob Costas and fucking Al Michaels. I didn't even like, realize that was the Al same Michael, person. Al Michaels and John Madden were like for decades like together, and like right. it was a big deal. And then like Bob Costas is like. Yeah, that's what's fucking weird. I was just like, I can't believe the guys. Those guys were like, okay, cool. But like, because because yeah. this day and age, if those guys did a movie like this now, they'd be, like, they'd, be they'd be blacklisted, man. Yeah, hundred like, percent. This movie's like, it's so fucking hilarious, but it's so it's like so wrong. It's just wrong. So, this movie was also mentioned in South Park, 
and Stan mentions that him and Kenny got their money back for it, which I think is like one of the Mel Gibson episodes. It's when they're ripping on Mel Gibson for the passion. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. All right, so... Coolest thing about this movie that I did not know, because I thought this was all on Trey Parker and Matt Stone writing this whole concept. It was not their idea. This movie is based on a real-life game that David Zucker created with his friends, literally played in the driveway of his home. Many of the reappearing teammates are friends of Zucker and actually uh, actual original players of the game, asked by the director to be in the movie to pay homage to the origins of basketball. So he created this fucking game before the movie came out. That's crazy. And Trey Trey Parker and Matt Stone basically just did the dialogue and, like, you know, tried to make it more their style. I always wondered, I wonder if that's why half the other half of their team, we never see do anything but be in the dugout. Because that whole movie, the only three we ever see do anything... Are Trey, Matt, and Squeak. Right. Which is not his real name, but I can't remember his real name at all. Yeah. But the other three guys on the team, we don't ever see do anything ever other than be in the dugout. That's all they're there for. So I wonder if that's who that is. I mean, God, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. It's funny that it's something that they were really doing. Dean Bashar was his name. Dean Bashar, that's Squeak? Yeah. There you go. Dean. Yasmin, some wild shit. Yasmin, like, Yasmin Bleeth, by the way, was like a massive fucking Baywatch star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playboy model. Oh, the, yeah, the girl that plays the... Uh, I did Google... I did I did Google... I was like, I've seen her tits before. So I was like, Yasmin Bleeth naked is like, Playboy. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Seen this before. Mm-hmm. It's true. One of, was that before or after she did this movie? Jenny McCarthy also. Well, yeah. I think... I've seen her was a bunch of times, too. I think too. that was before. What? Interesting. Oh no, 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 this is after. It was after the after the after the Playboy thing. Hundred percent. Because there's a scene with Squeak and I was saying I think the Playboy thing the... was before, right? Yeah, hundred Playboy thing was hundred percent before, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a scene where Squeaks and she was a play- with some Playboy. I, I think she was a Playboy model before she became a Baywatch it. actress, and then she did Baywatch before she did this shit. So like it's like even mm-hmm. before that. Just like Pamela Anderson, like she was Pamela Anderson, like posed nude for Playboy before she did Baywatch. Did she? Oh, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hop needs to get back on his game. Uh-huh. And then they have some giant dicks swinging around the locker room, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Remember that? That's Weird. funny. Yeah. That's funny shit. But then the poor kid dies. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he doesn't, huh? He doesn't die. <laughs> but they almost kill him. I mean, they almost kill him. Yeah, they basically electrocute him themselves. It's ridiculous. Maybe I think it scrubs a lot because I've been I've been listening to that like a uh, fake doctor's real friends podcast lately. Right. It's like a Zach Braff and uh, Donald fight Faison or whatever Faison, and like they're they're JD and Turk and Scrubs. So I've been like going back and watching a bunch of Scrubs and shit. And, like that that movie that or that show. I don't know, man. Like I I kind of have this I I. I don't think there's a better show than Scrubs. It's so fucking good. Like, like, like new, like information wise, like, like all the, so all the doctor shows that were out at the time, like Grey's Anatomy and ER and all that shit. Like, 
Scrubs actually was the most um, medically accurate TV show. And, like, they got, like, all doctors and, like, they got all these awards for it. And because they, like, they were so full-on, just, like, 100% like medically accurate. And then on top of that, like, their comedy was so fucking good. And it was just, like, I don't know, man. Like, I it... it Besides, I don't know. I have a hard time saying like what the best TV show of all time is, but like Scrubs might be one of the greatest. Might be in the top two greatest TV shows of all time. It was so fantastic. Like what was what what, what what they accomplished? It's not even fun though. Like yeah, it is. I know. It's a fun and, show. No, it is fun. It, you're right. A hundred percent. I <laughs> I get what you're saying. It is. It is. It, it's a hundred percent fun. But like, it was so they could take it from drama. To comedy that fast. Well, Zach Braff, he's a good writer. Like the- no, he wasn't the writer. He didn't write. I thought he wrote part of those nope. episodes, didn't he? No. So did he only write Garden State? Yeah. I'll be damned. And the other, he made another movie after that, hmm. which I was. Here. I mean, he's, he's a yeah. He's a, he's done a bunch of stuff, but like um, Bill Bill Lawrence is the writer and creator of Scrubs, and Bill right. Bill Krista Miller, she was like the main female lead in Drew Carey Show. Um, she's Dr. Cox's, like, wife. Oh, okay. So that's, that's Bill Lawrence's real wife. Oh, crazy. So, but Bill Lawrence created Scrubs, and, like, his best friend growing up is, they call him the real JD, because JD was based off of a real dude, and, like, he did all the fucking medical, um, lingo and all that shit. Like, they, he did all these, like, nope, they got, you you guys, if you're gonna do this, you gotta do it right. And, like, um, ER and, and Grey's Anatomy, and there's a few other like medical dramas at the time, and like Scrubs, this comedy show got like basically they they like they like they, they just murdered it when it came to like actual medical lingo and proper medical like pr- like situations and stuff. Like it was pretty fucking amazing that they 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 were able to do that, and it's just like those act I. I know. I, th- I think it's. I think it's really rad. Like I've been listening to that podcast a lot, and um, the fact that they were able to just do this thing like with like less than no budget, and like they 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 found this old hospital, and they like they filmed in that hospital, and like those dude, like those those guys didn't have like tra- like this fancy shit. They like, they're like, oh, they they made like a- another hospital room, like their dressing room, and it was it's, it's really fucking cool. Like like the, the what, sure. what what's all about. So anyway. Okay. F and A cotton. I don't know how we got to that. I have no idea. Anyway, Tangents are good. We were on bas- basketball, and like Jenny McCarthy's in this. She's showing her boobs in a lot of things, but she also doesn't believe in vaccinating her kids. So, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. I used to be a big Jenny McCarthy she, so fan. But she's still married to Marky Mark's brother? Just wondering. I think she is. She might be. I think she's still married to Donnie, for sure. There you go. Poor guy. I don't know. The Wahlburgers? Okay. <laughs> I know what's next. What's next? It would actually be Jerry Zucker Rat Race. Oh, yeah. Which we talked about that I last year. I kind of remember. It was, it was like Seth Green and Chris Kattan and like yep. that movie, right? It's basically like it was it's basically uh, Cannonball Run, but. Without just cars, because the rat race was any way you can get wherever you were going, and a bunch right. of rich people bet on who was going to lose, and it was, yeah. But yeah, Seth Green's in it. He's awesome. Yeah. 
couldn't tell you any of the rest of the cast, actually, now I, I think about it. I don't think I have that movie, but I also don't think it has been remastered because I remember looking for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's one they should probably jump on. I don't know. Who else, I don't even know who else is in that movie. Uh, it's like memory, ensemble, I'm pretty sure. See, there's a whole lot of different teams, but I couldn't. By names, the only one I could name that was actually in it was Seth Green. I forgot Chris Kattan was even in there. I think he's Seth's partner. Whoopi Goldberg, Breckenmeyer, Amy Smart. Oh, okay. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, man. There's a lot of people in it. I'll be damned. Yeah. That was a pretty hilarious movie. Also really low-key for its time. Sure. I don't remember... Which one? Rat Race. Rat Race. Is that, okay. Is that for my boss's daughter? Mm-hmm. No, Rat Race is fantastic. Um, F- Donald Faison was that as well from Scrubs. That's what made me actually think about that. Um, Whoopi's in it. We talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Smash Mouth is in it. John Cleese from yeah. Monty Python. Yeah, this is... It's actually fucking hilarious. But the main character is probably, I would say, um, the guy that plays Mr. Bean is, uh... Why can I never remember his name? I know, I blink all the fucking time. Like, why? Beckett Myers in it, Amy Smart's in it. I said that. What's his fucking name? God damn. I'll figure it out. Hold on. Mr. Bean. I can picture it in my head. I just can't read it. Rowan Atkinson. There you go. Yeah. You know who else is in this movie? Paul Rodriguez, who is an old comedian who is the father of Paul Rodriguez, the professional skateboarder who is just a mastermind. But, yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Go ahead. No, just Rowan Atkinson. He was in this as well. He was fucking hilarious because he plays, he basically just plays Mr. Bean in this. But John Cleese from Money Python is in it. Um, I don't know, man. This, this movie is actually way funnier than it got credit for, I think. Well, I didn't see it until, I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it way after. Really? I don't think it went to Cuba? theaters. Cuba Gooden Jr.'s in it? Yep. I don't think it went to theaters where I lived somehow. Or that, or I missed it. In 01? Yeah. I remember watching it in like fucking 05 or something. John Lovitz? Man, this movie just was just murdered. It was fucking hilarious, but... It's, I mean, it's still like whenever, whenever it's on TV, I, I just, I'll sit and watch it. I don't care. Yeah, but Paul Rodriguez, let's look at him. He's in, he's in a lot of shit. He's a stand-up comedian mostly, but yeah. That is... He was in the, he was in the Sandy Wexler, Sandy Wexler movie? That is... P-Rod's dad, the guy that, like, one of my favorite pro skaters of all time. I don't remember Sally Wexler as a movie at all. It's an Adam Sandler one. 
Yeah, you're not. It's not yeah. <laughs> not important, but. Back to the original situation. So we're at. Next would be my boss's daughter. Is it? I got no notes on it, no nothing, because it's like, eh. There wasn't really any notes, any trivia on it, or... Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, it, was, it was during Ashton Kutcher's, like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm going to be famous for... I'm going to be famous Tara for... Tara Reid, was she the... She was the girl? It's Tara Reid, yeah. Yeah, and then... Before Andy, the weird surgery. The funny, the funny person, Andy Richter's character in this is fucking hilarious. Like, he murdered... Oh, yeah. But, like... One of the other... This, yeah. this was, like, when... I mean... Okay. So, she listens to this. I don't know if she ever will. Hmm. Tara Reed went through this phase where she like did a bunch of, pl- bunch of plastic surgery, yeah, and like fucked her body up, yeah. And it's like Tara Reed is one of the most physically beautiful people of all time. I when like when she first started out, she was so unbelievably beautiful, and she just like she she started to get some like stomach augmentation and some boob like some boob lift like augmentation shit like she fucked her shit up really really bad she was like she's one of like the pinnacle like oh my god bad plastic surgery situations and i think this movie is one of the ones that that start oh, was like during that which is a which is fucked up because like tara reed is beautiful i think this is right before all that actually mm, no during this like it's it's pretty fuck like, like she's this movie yeah she's Crazy. pretty fucked like and which sucks because like she's unbelievably beautiful and i don't understand like i mean I think Tara Reid is unbelievably beautiful, like, in anything, like, all that shit leading up, like, and then she just, like, I don't know, whatever. Hollywood fucks people up, and she fucked her body up, and I think, is I think she, she for Josie and the Pussycats, or after? Uh, this is before. I was gonna say, she still looks pretty good in Josie and the Pussycats. But, yeah, but she, but she doesn't take her, like, you know, she's not, like, a bikini or anything, so... Mm. But like she like she fucked her stomach up really bad because you got I, I don't know it doesn't matter it is what it is I just think that like like unfortunately for her she had the money to do it and fu- like she's like oh right. I'm gonna try and like do whatever I can to make myself look amazing but like you know like there's only so much you can fucking do like females can only do so much like like if you fucking work out a hundred like a hundred hours a day and. And like only eat fucking chicken breast and fucking Brussels sprouts. Like a woman still hits a certain point of the month where she is bloated and like retains water, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, and unfortunately, like it makes women think that they're fucked up and they're not, and it's a it's a shitty situation. And like she was one of the people that fell into that fucking trap. And like what women need to understand is is like whether you're either you're an anorexic or you're like. Like, a lot of dudes like thicker girls, and, like, most most dudes actually like thicker girls, like, and it's just, like, not even, like, not even thick as in, like, overweight, but just, like, sometimes it doesn't, like, maybe ask the man that you're with or around, like, it's, like, you know, like, I think, like... Well, it's hard to say who was around. I, I don't, I don't want to get all, like, weird and, life-wise, like... Life-wise. But, like, but, but even, like, teenage girls, like, hey, understand, like, your body does weird shit, like, you know, like... As a man, like, we don't have to deal with that bullshit. We really don't. And it's just, like, we d- we just are, what, like, what, what we are. But, like, on the other hand, like, don't just just be who you are. Like, like fuck it. Like, if, if, you, if you're overweight and you, like, you don't take care of yourself and you just eat, like, fucking garbage, then fucking, like, yeah, 
fucking fix your shit. Cause like, you're gonna fucking die of cancer or like, whatever. But like, on the other hand, it's okay to like, just be who you are. It's fine. And, and it bothered me cause I, I have nieces who are teenagers now and it's like, I, I watch them like do their shit. I'm like, hey, chill the fuck out. Like, you understand that like, those pictures are fucking airbrushed and fucking garbage. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, how the fuck do you not know that now? In this day and age, that like those pictures that you guys are looking at, trying to compare yourself to, that's fucking airbrushed Photoshop. bullshit. Ooh. It's fucking bullshit. Like nobody looks like that. That's yeah, true. You know, and it's just like, and it's shitty because like I have nieces who are teenagers now, and it's fucking, it's it, bu- it bugs the fuck out of me, man. And it's just like, it's like you get to a certain point in life and you don't get give a fuck anymore, and you're just like, ah, whatever. The, cool. But if you're like, if your whole goal is to just like be fit and look fit, then be fit. Work out. But there's only so much you can fucking do. My sister is like, I know, I think she's five and a half years younger than me. And like she, she posted a picture the other day of her on a fucking paddleboard. And she looks fucking good. And she's had several kids. And she's just like, she looks fit as fuck. Good for her. You know what I mean? Like, and she eats healthy and like, I just, there's only so much you can fucking do. And it's just like, Tara Reed fucked her body up. Like, it was bad. Like, this, like, just Google it. Tara Reed fucked her body. And like, you're gonna be like, her, her stomach's all fucking, like, wonky and weird. She fucked her shit up. You know, she had, she, she got bad plastic surgery and it messed her up bad. And it's just like, it's a bummer because she's such a pretty girl. She's such a pretty human being. And it's like, I don't know, man. It just, it bothers me. For, that, that shit really, 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 really bugs me. All right. So. True that. Don't fuck up your body. From plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Scary movies. Yeah, they did a couple of them. Three, four, and five. See, five was uncredited, but David Zucker did reshoots. I guess. Oh yeah. Okay. Having to reshoot a scary movie. Oh, clean up, oh, clean up the mess. Yeah, man. God. <laughs> well, those movies are fucking funny, but they're. I mean, they're not like. They did good at the box office too, though. But they okay. hit that. They hit that right time with the right crowd. You know. Right. And like, scary movie three, forty-eight million dollar budget made two twenty. Yeah, it's not bad. Even for $45 million budget, 178 mil. Dang. All right. Five, not as good, but still made quite a profit. I mean, you know, they didn't, if you add up their profit, they made production companies quite a bit of money. Oh, yeah. Over their career? Hell, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like a fuck ton. Can you throw a ghost in there? Yeah, I mean, you can't count that. That's a, that breaks everything. But I yeah. think they could have lost money on all the other movies and still been in the positive because of Ghost. <laughs> it was all the same company doing it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> As a total score, sure. <laughs> it's not how it works, but yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> to them, like, yeah, yeah. if you add their numbers up, probably right. be, probably be good. Uh oh, there was one. There's one in there before, so I haven't heard of this or seen it. Hmm. In American Carol, 2008. American the Carol. premise is an anti-American filmmaker who's oh. out to abolish 
the July 4th holiday is visited by three ghosts who try to change his perception of the country. I think it's crazy about this movie. Okay, so this movie is a lampoon on Michael Moore. But you know who stars in this movie? Uh, it's, oh God, Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. They look ghostly alike. It huh. is really bizarre. If, yeah, look, look it up. Yeah. Um, Kelsey Grammer's in this movie. He plays, I think, General Patton, or he plays some general. Patton. Pat, whatever. Patton. Not Patton. I don't, I don't know if that's the right one or not, but he, he plays a general of some type. And they've got some, oh gosh, some country singer plays somebody too. Oh, you're right. Isn't they it weird? They do look alike. That yeah, Google the pictures, smart. people. It's yeah. freaking, it's kind of haunting. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, there's four, there's four Farley brothers if you count Chris, and then they have a sister. And like, the, he looks, of the group of them, he's the only one that really looks like Chris. The other one Oh, okay. I recognize pieces. this guy. The more I look at the photos, I'm like, okay, I've seen him in some shit. So, so Zucker and the, the brothers and Abrams have a thing called, um, Zaz. It's, <laughs> they, they refer to themselves as an American comedy filmmaking trio. Um, so that's their own tag name for themselves? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, Kentucky Fried Movie, which you guys talked about all the way until um, An American Carol, but... I don't Zazz, is it what they, they refer to themselves as? That's an interesting trivia, I guess. But we're talking, what are you talking about, the, the Farley Brothers? Well, yeah. The, there's a couple of them. Like, he, they're in all Adam Sandler's movies. He puts them all on. There's four of them total, counting Chris. Then there's a sister. I think there's only, there's only two. There's four. There's, there's Chris and there's two others. No, there's Chris, Kevin, John, and Tom. Tom, I don't think, has ever done movies. John doesn't really look anything like his brother. Then there's a sister. The, so one, there's four the, one, the one that never wears pants and the fucking... Uh, the one's like, oh, I never wear clothes. Like, oh, I just want nipples pierced, pinched, or whatever. In the 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 one with Rob Schneider, the ball, the ball, uh, the baseball one that we just watched the other day. Bench warmers. Bench warmers. That's that's Chris. Yeah. That's that's Chris's. The that's the skinny brother. And then there's a chubby brother who's. Yep. Those are the two that are in most of the movies. Right. But they're they're in most of like they're in the grown ups movies too. I was gonna say I think, but there might, uh, Kevin's the, listening to quite a few different. Yeah, like, if there's pieces. another one, I don't know. Yeah, there's, if, there's, if there's a third brother, I don't know. But there's there two. Is. There's two brothers, and one of them runs the. Uh, I don't. Know, I think the third one's the one that runs the uh, Chris Farley like memorial. Uh, there's a. They set up a foundation after Chris died that to do charity work or whatever. He runs that, and the sister's like a teacher or something. But yeah, of the of the group of them, three of them did acting, and the other one, then the the fourth one didn't. And like Tom, I think is the youngest one, and he doesn't really look anything like Chris. Really, the skinny one does, and then Kevin does a lot, like a a lot, a lot. Like it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's that movie's a lampoon on Michael Moore, and it's like the Ghost of Christmas. Future and past, because the character Kevin's playing is a Michael Moore style character who decides that we need to abolish the Fourth of July, and he has all these weird reasons. And so the the country singer guy, God, I don't know which one it even is, like Trace Atkins, maybe. Hmm. 
I can't sure. remember. You got me on country singers. I don't no, know. I, I'm not really a aficionado on that at all. But anyway, the three ghosts come and visit him. And yeah, it's a Christmas carol. It's just with a uh, Michael Moore handful of flavoring in it. There's a point right, where right, right. Kelsey Grammer is leading him around through like a rally or a protest or something. And he's like, so these people can't see us? He's like, nope. And he turns and looks at this lady. He gets ready to grab her boobs and she slaps her in the face. He's like, oh, this is gonna, Kelsey Grammer's like, this is gonna be harder than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> there's a, there's, he gets slapped in the face a lot in the movie, actually. Kevin. I mean, I can't remember his, his film name, the character's name is in the movie. But yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's a lampoon on Michael Moore and all of his, uh, Columbine and America Fahrenheit, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, there's also a couple upcoming oh, really? films yeah. um, for David Zucker. Nothing he's directing, but he's producing something called Spaghetti vs. Noodle. And it's a comedy about Italians fighting with Chinese over who invented spaghetti. That's pretty funny. And head, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't know this till I really looked through everything within the last fifteen minutes. But Jim Abrams, Abrahams, whatever, however you pronounce that, right? Ab- Abrams. It looks like Abraham. The A and Zaz. Sure. Oh, okay. The, the A and Zaz is directing a movie called Balls of Courage, which is a spoof on the Fast and Furious. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What about that movie, guys. Balls of Fury? What was, that, what was that one about? Ping Pong. Ping Pong. Oh, oh, so is it about Ping Pong? They nope. didn't do that movie, though. Nope. That one's got uh, Ben uh, Fogler in it, Dan Fogler in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. A spoof on Fast and Furious. I think that's huh. a funny idea. Okay. So these gents have done a lot of amazing comedies. Yeah, mostly wow. spoof stuff, which is still like if you want to put all good. The kings of spoof. They, these would be the dudes. Because like big e- fan of it. Even that. Even Abrams. His uh, hot shots is. I mean, you get Charlie Sheen going from being uh, Tom Cruise to being Rambo, or being what's Cruise's name in the Top Gun? Maverick. So for me, Maverick. To the sequel where he's Rambo. Awesome. Anyway. And just like he's throwing fucking steaks on their bellies. It's like. <laughs> Great. So crazy. So fucking funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, yeah, as far as um, now, movies, they're awesome. Yeah, they're good shit. Like, I. Again, like, and I, and I, I put them in the same. The, they don't. I mean, no offense, but they don't deserve to be in the same ballpark as Mel Brooks. But like, I was like, let's, let's do Mel Brooks today. And then I was like, eh. Mel Brooks just deserves so much more like conversation. We need to like, we need to like just really, Mel Brooks has done so many amazing fucking things. He's like, he's the king of comedy for a fucking three quarters of a century. Like well, straight up. A lot of the stuff he does though isn't, isn't all just parody. But though. these guys take a lot of their shit. No. That's not true. Like a lot of the, these guys take a lot of their shit from Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks oh, is sure. like he's like these guys like airplane like all that kind of like the, these guys are like this. Was Mel Brooks in any other movies? I don't think he was. I think he oh. only does his own stuff. Um, I think he might be in Gosh. a but I'm not sure. I feel like his face fits in one of these movies, but I couldn't tell you which one it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go on. Sorry. No, I just I just, I just like that. I think that he deserves so much because like 
I mean, he's like, he's, he's this like 90 something year old fucking Jewish man who just make me these amazing fucking comedy films. So like to this day, like he made Blazing Saddles and people who watch Blazing Saddles like, Oh my God, that's such, that's so racist. But is it racist? Because like the main character is a black dude and it's like, it makes fun of that bullshit. And he's like, he was this crazy like Jewish kid who like grew up in like, you know, his parents were in the fucking Holocaust. Like, so it's like it, it's what makes Mel Brooks amazing. So, like, when we do that episode, I think it, like, it, like that's why I didn't want to, like, kind of, like, last minute it. That's, that's fine. That's why, but. That ending piece with, uh. But today, as we record this, I know, like, this won't come out till Monday or Tuesday, but, like, as we record this on Thursday, today is the 40th anniversary of Airplane coming out, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hells yeah. Well, I have some of those movies on Plex, uh, you know. Sweet. By tomorrow, probably. So, have to rewatch some of those for sure and see if I can find Rat Race. And, um. That's whether you don't have Rat Race. I, I really don't think it's been remastered. I've looked for that one. If it's not on Blu ray. Did you say you found the Kentucky Fried? As a thing? Yep. Okay. And Top Secret and the Naked Guns and Airplane. Cool. That's kind of I, don't, I don't know if he is. I'm, I'm going through his filmography real quick. I don't think Mel Brooks is in any of those films. He might not be. Like, face-wise, in my head, it feels like there's one that he might have been in, but I can't couldn't be sure of that. He's been in so many of his own movies, and they're all, like, things that are funny things, so... Yeah. He's it's more of a question than it was a... Yeah, I know. I just wanted to double check for you. Unless, of course, there's a Mandela effect, and in that case, who knows? <laughs> no. Silence of the Hams. Such a good, <laughs> such a good movie. Oh, he's in Little Rascals? I didn't know that. Hmm. Fuck, man. Yeah, no, he's done. Anyway, so... As far as social medias goes, I am at Wendell24, W-I-N-D-L-E-24 on Instagram. Um, Tyler is at what? I'm at HuffTizzle, H-U-F-F-T-Y-Z-Z-L-E on Instagram. So gangster. So gangster. CBS, you were at what? Top 5 Comics CBS. Um, You know what I realized is I actually put a lot of Comic-Con pictures on there. I was looking at some of the pictures on there today, and I was super sad. Because all the next, like, three months would be Comic-Con season, and that's not happening. Sad days. Well, we can talk about it, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing the online thing, so I guess we'll see what that really winds up being. But Which I do think some of the booths that would normally be selling stuff at the convention, they figured out a way to put that as an online feature. So I guess we'll see if that really works. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So, um, Tyler with one of our good buddies who's been on the podcast multiple times. He's like one of the five uh, G's. Um, they do Scovillionaires. Um, it's a hot sauce review show that's on YouTube. So just type in Scovillionaires as it's like Scoville. Exactly. I mean, it's, 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 it's millionaires. It's, it's, it's you can spell millionaires. You just Scovillionaires. Scoville's. You can figure it if out. If you know, if you like hot sauce, then fucking like Scoville makes any, makes sense. 
Um, CBS and me do an action figure um, show on YouTube as well called Action Figure Deconstruction. Um, just look that up as well. Please watch up, watch both those things. Watch and rate and review, please, because like other than that, it doesn't really fucking matter. And subscribe. Yeah, Most subscribe. subscribe is the one thing. Yeah. Um, we you are- find if you can't find it because you don't know how to spell Scovillian, there's. You can go to topicomicpodcast.com. There are links on there for all that stuff. As well as the Top 5 Comics Podcast. That also, yeah. Which is um, CBS's... Like, that's his... Uh, it's a comic book podcast. That's his baby. That's his, his, main, his mm. main thing. It doesn't come out as much as it should, but that's all right. Right, but it is your main thing. So, like, it mm. is a... Like, if you're riding in the car with your kids and you want to listen to comic books and we, like, we, t- we take five comics... I say we because I've been a massive part of it for the last, I don't know, like 40 episodes probably. Probably. Um, they, we, we, we take five comics that are kind of up and coming or new or not quite out yet. And we like break them down and like kind of, re- kind of rate and review them. And like, so it's, we sort of, it's basically supposed to be a review show, but yeah, every once in a while we have it was, interviews. With people it was pretty too. fun. But so we have a lot of on that, on that. So it's top five comics yeah. podcast. Um, other than that, man, like, I just, I, you know, I felt like today, like things, things are real shitty and crazy in the world, and like we need to, do some, we need to do some comedy right now. Sure. Like, you know, like the last few podcasts we've done, like we, we we took some like very dramatic things, some crazy things, like deep dive, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like let's just pick some fucking crazy directors who would just like make some fun shit. You know, the scary movie stuff. It's pretty fucking funny. You know, like you watch it, you're just like, yeah, oh, is it gonna be dumb? Wizard. But, <laughs> but as you watch it, you're like, you're like, God damn it, I'm so laughing out loud. <laughs> it's so stupid. But, but it is, but it's fucking funny. Like they did some good shit. Like you know, like the the, the Wayans brothers, like being part of that shit. Like it's, I mean, it's fucking funny. And it's yeah. like, you know, that's what we need in life. To that's what people need right now is to be just, to laugh. Sure. We're not, we're not taking anything away from oh, the seriousness of anything that's going on, but like, it's good for people to laugh. Laughing causes amazing things for the human body, and so and that's what, you know like. And if, and if you listen to this and you're laughing, thank God. You know, like I, I'm glad you did. Um, you know, nothing else. Go watch basketballs because I'll make you laugh anyway. Yeah, the the, the, yeah. Shit, the movie's If pretty- it doesn't. Something Piss wrong off. with you, man. And then fucking punch yourself in the no, mouth. I'll give you, you might feel wrong because you watched it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. So, but when it comes down to that, like, um, some good friends of ours, like Connor, has, you know, he's a rad motherfucker. Sure. Shout out to Connor. Shout out to Skip. We didn't call any. We didn't call anybody tonight. Shout out to Abby. Um, fuck Tom. Don't uh, say fuck Tom. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with fuck Tom. That's kind of my new hashtag. Um. Thanks to Ori, but uh, T Brown for shouting out. No, and fuck T fuck T Brown because like you know what, Lost Boys is fucking better than Twilight. You stupid cunt. So fuck you, T Brown. He didn't say that. He did say that. He didn't say that. Fuck him. (laughs) It wasn't Twilight. (laughs) Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck him. He said Daybreakers. Oh, Daybreakers is pretty good. (laughs) It is. Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck you, T Brown. Love you. Take us out. Bye bye. Alright. Thanks, guys. Hoo-dee-hoo. <laughs> <laughs>